What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jags Den podcast, the best Jaguars podcast there is out there for y'all to choose from. I am your host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino, and we got a full table, man. Let's go around, and uh, everybody, and guys, why don't y'all introduce yourselves? We got uh, we got an extra person here. We got we got Nick joining us. Nick, why don't you go in first and, and uh, introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on? I'm Nick Trist, uh, Coach Trist at Twitter, um, just at Coach Trist. I've worked with James and Phil in the past, did a couple things with Jacob, and glad to be back again. <laughs> Well, uh, as usual, I'm here at underscore Jay Della. Almost messed up my own Twitter handle. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to be here with Phil and Jay, as usual. And nice of uh, Nick to come join us now that his season is over. Yeah, man. Glad to have the full table, man. Feel like old times uh, with the Sports Grind Daily days. Uh, So, uh, as you all know, I'm James Sports Grind underscore Dunn on Twitter. Managing editor of the Jaguars Wire, um, and glad to have my uh, team, which is the best in the game. Absolutely. So, and then just a really quick mention: uh, we can also check out this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Um, and then also, USA Today has added our podcast to their Audio Boom Network as well, which is just awesome. So, over the weekend, guys, we had a little bit of news uh i'm not sure if you heard um the uh quarterback blake bortles got a contract extension uh, which surprised a lot of people um the uh, the numbers here three years 54 million dollar extension with 26.5 million guaranteed uh, with with incentives that could max it out at 66.5 million it, it most likely won't get to the, that point however um and those are just the uh the details are coming out here at first. Um, now, what uh, what was your first initial reaction, guys? Nick, we we, uh, we haven't had you on in a long time. I want to hear what you have to say first about Blake getting this extension. Well, it's really two parts. I mean, it's really kind of hard to judge the value of the contract because I want to see what other guys in the league get. For instance, if somebody pays A.J. McCarron more or maybe somebody like Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I'd rather have Blake Bortles. At least it's a proven commodity. You know what you're going to get. Uh, personally, I would have loved to see the Jags be in the Kirk Cousins market. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I think he's underrated and undervalued uh, by a lot of national analysts and, and whatnot. So I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, but all in all, my initial reaction is I just think it's a pretty good, safe value pick for the Jags, and you can still have a little roster, roster flexibility going forward. All right. What, uh, Jacob, what about you? Uh, well, I'm just glad this isn't baseball because um... – <laughs> 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 oh boy yeah so it cut his salary for the year almost in half it went from 19 to 10 if i'm not mistaken yeah, and yeah. uh yeah freed up a good bit of cap room so now we can lock up a rob and ramsey yannick and everybody else moving forward and not go back up a brink's truck to kirk cousin's house because it's not worth it people it's not worth it and again thank god it's not baseball now let's go get a quarterback so he can feel some pressure and perform like he did last year. Yeah, I mean, kind of to echo what you guys said, I agree. I mean, when I I was at uh, work initially, my other job, when I saw the the contract, and then I looked at the guaranteed money first, of course, and I saw that I was like, okay, that's manageable. And of course, I knew what they were trying to do in the process, which Jacob mentioned, free up the cap space. Uh, they they. 
they're paying them nine million dollars less now at least for this year next year it'll be around 16 and some change that they'll pay him so uh you know it's good from that perspective they freed up some cap space not to mention what they freed up with chris ivory which is a extra like 3.5 million so they're, they're roughly looking at 13 million that they freed up and they can get guys like resign guys like Allen Robinson, uh, maybe Jalen Ramsey down the road. I, I also put out the report that John Ozier uh, talked about on the radio today, which is they seem to think that they can get Aaron Colvin back too. So um, I, I don't know about that because the market is so strong for for cornerback and it's so starved for a starting cornerback. I don't I don't know if they would do that or match what other teams could pay him. Uh, but we'll see later down the road as to that. But, yeah, with the Bortles deal, it is a manageable one. It's one that I'm fine with. They didn't exactly break the bank with it. Um, He's like the 17th highest paid, according to Track quarterback in the league. So he's like sandwiched in there with Andy Dalton and like Tyrod Taylor. So that ain't that bad. And, um, yeah, I, I think this, this does not mean that the Jacksonville Jaguars won't take a quarterback high. If a guy like Mason Rudolph falls to them, I could see them very well doing that. Um. Not, I don't know about Lamar Jackson, even though I'm a big Lamar Jackson fans and we're big Lamar Jackson supporters. But I think Rudolph has that mold of a Tom Coughlin type quarterback, if you will, if he even has a mold of quarterback. And uh, I think that would be the guy that they would gravitate towards if he fell to them. Wait, Mason Rudolph looks like a deer in headlights with his helmet off? <laughs> yeah, Mike K, hey, uh, I was talking to him on Twitter, too. He also seemed to think Mason Rudolph was more. More of their type of guy. Here was my initial reaction when I heard about this. Uh, oh, I'm dying this to hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm dying to hear this one, boy. No, God, please, no, 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 no. So just initially, uh, um, that was what I was thinking. Then, you know, after calming down and you know, really, really thinking about it. Um, you know, it was. I, I get they they trimmed down those numbers and also making it making it uh making them able to sign those really really important guys down the road, especially a Rob. I think it's going to be big, and I, I think Colvin is just as important guy to keep. So, so after the initial shock and confusion, um, I I I got it. I I was I disagree with Nick. I'm more on Jacob's side as as far as the Kirk Cousins. Thing. I I wouldn't have wanted to pay him that kind of money. Just like Jay said, it just it just hampers your your franchise for so long um so but you know we'll see I, I also think that it's very possible they still draft a quarterback or even bring bring in some competition um bridgewater. Of, teddy bridgewater would be <laughs> awesome we probably should have picked him to begin with case keenum is not going to be franchise tagged he'll be out there um and then of course uh, some, some other names uh, as well so you know, we kind of, uh, uh, of course, we just, you know, touching on Blake Bortles. Now, what's next is that the uh, there is a report on Allen Robinson getting the deal next, as reported by uh, Ian Rappaport, friend of the show, by the way. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, <laughs> talk to Ian. Friend of the show, Ian Rappaport. He uh, reported this morning that a- Allen Robinson is going to be the next to get a deal. Jay, what have you heard about that? Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, that's one of the things I've been trying to dig and dig and find. And, like, they kind of tight-lipped about what the figures he could get on that. But, I mean, if you look at the recent deals that, that players have gotten, kind of like the deal, um, I guess Devontae Adams is one that I remember A-Rob saying in the interview that that, that deal would kind of interest him if, like, you know, if that's what they wanted to do instead of franchise him. 
So uh, that being said, I think they could get him on a, a Devontae Adams-like deal. As everybody know, he plays for the Green Bay Packers. Um, But the thing is, A-Rob's injury history is a lot different from Adams. And I think that could cause a hole up. But um, Adams has like $30 million guaranteed in the first two years of his contract. I think the Jag- Jaguars could probably get A-Rob for a little less on two years than Adams is for the Packers. Uh, I guess time will tell what you know what they decide on. Uh, but I definitely don't think they want to bring him back on that sixteen or seventeen million dollar franchise tag for sure. All right. Sorry, I had to get the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you good, bro? <laughs> I was like, I, I think yeah. he went to get that pizza. <laughs> hey man, I gotta eat. So in the silence first, you know. Yeah, yeah, I just cut it, clip it. <laughs> Hell, I might, I might even leave it in And thanks for joining the Jags Den podcast, guys. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> no, no, keep it in, keep it in. That, see, see, everything's nice and not scripted around here, there you know? There you go, there you go, man. Barstool sports style. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, don't put me in that same boat. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, man. Anyway, so, we're so... A question, though? A little, yeah. While we have a dead area, right? So, uh, you know, and this is back to what we were talking about earlier about Broyles. I mean, did they really have any other options, though? I mean, yes. were they, they weren't going to cut him. <laughs> I mean, they just came off an AFC championship game. When's the last time a team took went to the AFC championship game and cut their quarterback? I mean, Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl, yeah. Ravens. <laughs> yeah, but that's few yeah. and far and beyond, as Nick trying to say. You know what I'm saying? That rarely happens. So, like, He's got a point, but literally – Blake Bortles is Trent Dilfer, but, but but bigger and can run. That's the only difference between Bortles and Dilfer. I, I will like, go to the grave on that one. I think what it is is, like, they didn't want to get caught, like, quote-unquote, with their pants down. Like, they could have very well wanted to get Cousins, but if somebody outbidded them for Cousins, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do then? Like, can you get Bortles back? Like you don't want to come back with nothing out of the deal, so I guess they're crawling like, back to Blake Bortles. So you know, I mean, like me personally, I think they could crawl back to Blake Bortles if they wanted Cousins because I don't think nobody else gonna pay Blake like we will, and nobody knows him as well as we do. But I guess they seem to think that otherwise. What's the what's what's the structure? Is it easy? Is it easy deal for the Jacks to get out of? Yeah, like people saying yeah. they can get out of it as soon as like 2018 or 2019, should I say? So, okay. Well, then I, re- I mean, honestly, I really like. It. I mean, it's a low number. I mean, proven. We know what you're gonna get. Like I said, you know, it's vanilla pudding. I mean, it might not be the most exciting, but it's gonna be consistent. You know, I like vanilla pudding. That's offensive to vanilla pudding for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I, vanilla pudding. I, I think I'll, one thing. I'll I think one thing, it. guys, we also can't. <laughs> can't um overlook is the guys in the locker room like him a lot you know they really really like blake and however if you're not winning you know we'll see how long they continue to you know to have his back but the guys in the locker room really like him well jalen ramsey also likes lamar jackson if you've been reading the site so there's that (laughs) and who would i rather make happy my 20 some year old Superstar in the making corner are my twenty six year old quarterback. Can we talk about Chris Sims for a second? I never no. <laughs> I never I, wait, defend are we are we like doing this to record or I never yes. defend yes, we're leaving it in. I never defend Blake Bortles. But Chris Sims needs to just shut up, man. Like he's so mad. 
He's so angry that Blake Bortles had a better career than him. Pat, I love that list, though. Stay in your lane, Chris Sims. Please, man. What's that? I'll take a page from LeVar Ball. I'll tell Chris Sims to stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a UT, I'm a Texas fan, but Chris Sims, man, just shut the hell up. I don't know. I mean, just, that's enough. Anyway, what were we, talk- what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about Robinson's contract before I got a soft subject. Yeah. So uh, back to um, Allen Robinson. <laughs> Actually, I feel like he could probably get like a Deshaun Jackson deal if we want to comp- uh, keep it completely honest. Just Deshaun, when he signed with the Bucks, he got three years, 34 mil, 20 mil guarantee. That's kind of what I see him getting, honestly. Maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right he, in that ballpark. He'll get in that, yeah, that 20 to 25 range. Like the injury makes it, his injuries, should I say, make it complicated for them to go past 22. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they, they got yeah. that as a bargaining chip at least. That's why Deshaun Jackson is the best comparison because Deshaun Jackson was banked up. Right. We all know what he can do healthy. Yep. So it's kind of like, uh, how comfortable do I feel giving you this money? True that. I mean, is there, are we giving him the long term? You're not long term, but are we giving them the multi year deal or is he going to get tagged? Is he Definitely not going to get tagged that off the table? Pay that, man. Okay. Don't yeah, tag pay him. him. Pay him. Go on, pay. And the Jacksonville Jaguars don't believe in using the franchise tag, really. I think they've used it like twice in their history. They don't want to, honestly. But go ahead, Nick. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. I said, I mean, I don't know. I think the, the tag would be an astronomical number, right? The receiver would be pretty high. I think I'd rather let him ride out than pay that receiver tag. Yeah, it'll be like 16, 17 million. So I think that's really off the table at this point. <clears throat> well, between between A Rob and Colvin, who's more important to keep? A Rob. Oh yeah, A Rob for sure. I mean, and, and I think I'll say this though: people do misvalue the nickelback position. It's not as easy as just plucking somebody off the street and letting them play. But A Rob, we we've seen what he's done when he's healthy, and you you have to go back as far as even training camp last year. Okay, we, we found out during the season that Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye are probably the two best, well, they're probably the best duo, should I say, in the league. A-Rod was having a field day during training camp. Like, he was literally, I was going to put him down as the MVP of training camp had I did, like, a, a award thing for, for the Jaguars wire because he was just, like, he was just untouchable. He was unstoppable. And that was with Blake Bortles being inaccurate. So, <laughs> I mean, like, that that's just telling of how good Allen Robinson is and, and how big of a step he would have taken from his 2016 season. Oh yeah, It's not even a knock on Aaron. It's just simply I'll go a completely different way. Look at what happened to the Jags offense since A-Rob went down in week one. Marquise Lee looked a lot more pedestrian than he looks. Yeah, he's probably gone. Allen, Allen Hearns became a lot more average. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles became a lot more average. Mercedes Lewis, to a lesser extent, became more average and normal. Fournette was facing more in the box now. You take away A-Rob, we have a very pedestrian receiving core. They need a big weapon like him that makes their job and their lives easier. So, again, it's not easy to plug in another nickel corner, especially with this defense. You need somebody like him, but 
grand scheme of things, if I got to keep one, I'm keeping A-Rob. Right. Additionally, additionally, you look at it, if you let A-Rob hit the market, somebody going to just blow his socks off with a deal anyway. I mean, and that's with the ACL. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why he said, I can understand him saying, like, people know what I'm capable of. But at the same time, on the flip side, like, I look at the injuries and say, like, you know, kind of kind of slow your roll, if you will, even though I'm not that's not a knock on a Rob. But I mean, it is what it is in terms of um, Aaron Colvin, though. The, my, like honest, said, 2016 was a little bit of a disappointment for Robinson, two numbers wise compared to his 2015 season. Right. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, and that's another bargaining chip too. like, hey, in your last year. This this is something that a uh, case the Jazz can make. Hey, in your last year, you still didn't you know top out your best year. So if we go back that, as far as that, so that could help the Jazz as well. Um, but um, like I was saying with Colvin though, they the thing about Colvin is they do have some people on the roster that you can say kind of been groomed to take his place. Like Jalen Myrick, he played a few snaps in Colvin's place during injury. Uh, Tyler Patman during injury, as we saw in the postseason. So. I mean, like, I'm not saying it's easier to replace Colvin, but Robinson is much more harder of a loss than worse of a loss than Colvin would be, in my opinion. So that's just me. I think the other thing about Colvin, the other thing about Colvin is, I mean, the Jags are already going to have a ton of money tied up in the secondary between Boye and you know they're got you got to take Ramsey at some point. So I mean, you've got to you know be sparing over there. That's pretty much all you can do. True that. True that. Like you, I mean. Jalen Ramsey's probably going to be the highest paid cornerback in the league. And they, I mean, to um, echo off of what Nick said, um, I was telling this to one of my friends earlier. If they bring back Coven, maybe it's possible the Jags are going to Jalen Ramsey. I mean, th- this might sound crazy, but or maybe later down the road, they can go down to Jalen Ramsey and say, hey, look, could you take a little bit less? You, you are one of the people that were lobbying for Coven to stay here. And you do realize we are paying a lot of money to this position. Like we're not trying to lowball you, but at the same time, like, would you be willing to take less due to like state income taxes, uh, this, that, and the other? I mean, you can't. That's something you can't rule out as well. Yeah, he may even go to management and be like, "Hey, I'll take less because I want him here." Right, right, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, if they get a deal done with Coven, I'm thinking it's because Ramsey went to management and said, "Hey." Look, you know, I, I eventually I might become the highest paid cornerback in the league. But if it comes to salary cap, then I'm willing to take less just to keep my boy here and keep the Jackson five intact. Yeah, I mean, that would definitely be great. I, I um, I'm definitely right there with you guys. I just think also just like I said, you just can't plug somebody in there. I think Colvin is a very, very valuable piece to this defense. But we'll we will absolutely see what happens. So we'll see what kind of what kind of money gets thrown around here when the new uh, uh, window. Right. Um, By the, the way, Phil, uh, I forgot one last thing. Coven didn't allow a touchdown. He's like one of two cornerbacks that had taken, what, 500 snaps to not allow a touchdown. So, hey, the boy can ball, man. He can ball. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. So, well, the other thing that we kind of touched on a little bit is we, we still believe that Jacksonville may be in the market for a quarterback as far as the – uh, as far as the draft comes, um, the combine is coming up. I believe it starts tomorrow, correct? Correct. I'm not mistaken, 27th. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, now, quarterbacks don't throw until you know later later on in the week. However, um, there are uh, a few players that 
Jacksonville should should have their eye on. Jay, who's who, who are some names that maybe um, Jaguar fans should uh, keep their ear out for? Yeah, I uh, actually um, I wrote on the uh, the Jaguars wire before we actually uh, recorded this podcast, a, a article on six players in which uh, Jags fans should keep their eye on. Most of which are first round picks. Um, I might do another one later with later round picks, but um, yeah, they the guys that I think are worth keeping an eye on is definitely Will Hernandez, the guard from UTEP. I love his film. Um, love what he did at the Senior Bowl. We're talking about a 340-pound man here who has very good agility. Um, reminds me a little bit of, of Richie Incognito when I watch him on film. Just, you know, minus all of the shenanigans that come with Richie. We ain't going to even go, <laughs> go into details about that's that. That's the nicest word anybody could use to associate with Richie Incognito is shenanigans. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm professional at this, you know. We could have called him a lot worse. Could have called him a lot worse. But yeah, he he reminds me of Richie, and uh, he's a guy that you know we, we probably will lose Patrick Omame. Then again, they might consign him to a, a very cheap deal. But if they they do lose him, you can plug him right in at left guard. And I think Leonard Fournette will have a field day with Hernandez in front of him personally. Um, another guy, Isaiah Wynn from UGA. Everybody know I'm a Georgia fan, so I know everything there is know about him. But he's pre- he's pretty good. The only thing is, I didn't put him on our list because he probably won't be at the combine, or he probably won't perform due to labrum surgery. So he's recovering. So um, other guys worth mentioning: uh, Mike Gesicki, Penn State tight end, um, Dallas Goddard from um, from South Dakota State, two tight ends that um not good at necessarily blocking, but nonetheless guys that would provide good receiving threats for the Jags, um, to name a few. Uh, Deion Kane, Clemson wide receiver, and um, you know, of course, the quarterbacks. I mean, with Blake Bortles' contract, Lamar Jackson, guy to look out for, um, as well as Mason Rudolph. Phil, all right, hold on. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, wait, I think we lost him again. Oh, there it goes. Okay, I had to plug my plug my laptop in. Okay, <clears throat> so yeah, so they there you go. Cheese bread. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there are definitely some names. Of course, we need to keep an eye on. I do want to hear from uh, from Nick and Jacob. What are um, you know besides quarterback? What are a couple of positions that you think are definite, just absolute have to and needs that the Jaguars need to address here in the draft? Uh, Nick, you can go ahead and get it first. Well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, take. So when you when you think about where they're picking, kind of a turn of fortune for the Jags. They've been picking at the top of the draft for as long as we've been doing this, basically. Um, so now to be picking at the bottom of the first of the first round, I think that changes the strategy. I think when I see teams who are successful in the end of the first round, they grab who whatever they think the biggest slide guy was, you know, whoever the best available guy is on their board. Mm-hmm. I think you're in a position where you have a pretty loaded roster. Um, I think you roll the dice at the end of round one and just take best available player, you know, just really. And that really, you, don't know. you got to see how the board shakes out. So it's really hard to predict. Um, but I would just take whatever you think, you know, if not, maybe move up. If you think there's one guy on your board, you know, but, uh, I wouldn't try to really think about needs in, first, in that first round. I would really take whoever the best overall. Yeah. That's a good strategy. Nick. I agree with you. And, and it's worth mentioning that the Jacksonville Jaguars are known to take the guy that slides to them. a la Jalen Ramsey, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's a big possibility. They might not necessarily address a need, but if a guy falls to him, you know, uh, that that has a high grade, they could very well take him. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I think would be the smart move. You know, you see teams like the Pats and other teams that, you know, Ravens are known for doing it. Teams mm-hmm. have been successful in the past. You know, that's their, been their formula too. So right. I would just try to copy that. Yeah, um, picking that late, if you, yeah, I would say take probably the best thing available, unless, like, by some odd reason, Saquon Barkley is sitting there. I probably would say don't draft him, <laughs> just in that case, if some odd chance. But, yeah, yeah, usually best available are, if you really want to focus on an area, uh, that offensive line could always use a little help. And, again, quarterback beating a dead horse here, but who's Bortles' backup, Chad Henney? Is Chad Henney right. still <laughs> going to be on the roster next season? Well, I hope not. Right. They could entice so, him to trade down too. By the way, if like you know they see where they could get one of like one of the quarterbacks like Jackson or Mason still, and they can get more picks and address more needs. You know, you you can't rule a trade down back. I mean, or a trade back out of the equation either. Yeah, honestly, I'd probably trade it. Your pick number twenty nine. Honestly, yeah, I would trade it if I could get maybe a second or a third and like a sixth or fifth round out of it. Yeah, I'll trade it. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised just out of pure instinct that Dave Caldwell tries to take the, like the third or fourth pick in the draft. And they'll be like, Dave, we don't know. Um, we pick later. We don't <laughs> pick yet. Right. He called up to the, uh, who is it, the, the NFL communications department. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to take the pick. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, Dave, that actually belongs to uh, who has Cleveland. the third pick? Cleveland, right? Yeah, Cleveland. No, that Bears. actually belongs to uh, the Bears right now or Cleveland. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's interesting. We're the Colts up. have it. The last. Colts have the third pick? They'll yeah. mess it up. <laughs> they messed up hiring the head coach, so yeah. The only pick they haven't messed up is Andrew Luck. And oh, no, T- they T- that up. They T.Y. They Hilton that too. too. That's true, but they got T.Y. I can't like. I mean, they ain't the best drafting team, but they got a few hits. A few. Now y'all, tri- James is right. They hit on Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, y'all are absolutely right. They hit on Andrew Luck, which is why he hadn't touched the field in over a year. That's the problem. Well, they didn't. They didn't hit on him. They get him hit. They got him. Yeah. Hit. That's what it is. yeah. <laughs> they put him on a hit list. Okay, that's what they did. That I'll tell you the truth. That's one of the reasons I was kind of disappointed not to see McDaniel go there. I would have really actually been pretty interested to see, you know, what he could do with Andrew Luck. For our sake, we glad he didn't go and and link up with McDaniel's. <laughs> For our sake. I feel like that tells us that there's something wrong with Andrew Luck that somebody's not reporting from Josh McDaniels to agree in principle and basically forget to dot an I and cross one T and be like, oh, on second thought, I'm going to go back to Foxborough. Because the Pats were like, oh, yeah, go ahead, son. Bye. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes. Like, if I was a Colts fan, I'd be I'm- a little nervous right now because it's, it's been so long since they really heard anything concrete from Andrew Luck. That's just me, though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. He's still not throwing. I mean, it's been what we're a year, like over a year out from the surgery, and he's still not throwing the ball. Like, right? There's some, yeah, something's something's bad. Something I bad mean, is going on. He also waited to have the surgery, which didn't help his case. So, right. Yeah. I mean, by comparison, and this might be a bad comparison. Look, Blake had surgery what in February, and he's he's throwing. 
support well yeah, reportedly was it a wrist was yeah it, a wrist, though? it was a minor wrist versus like he said shoulder. he's been doing some minor throwing so and he's going to to california to 3d qb like in two weeks so yeah like that's yeah, just a scary remember, situation but also remember blake bortles is undefeated in 194 countries so i mean it's not really a good comparison between <laughs> right, right. shout out to blake bortles facts again <laughs> i love they got a account. shout out from um adam schefter today i don't know if you guys saw that adam yes schefter. yeah shout it out <laughs> Got yeah, the ESPN profile and everything. Just out here living his best life. Oh, who is Blake Bortles? Do we know? Can we get him on? Can we get Blake Bortles on? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I do. I follow him. Actually, I think he follows me too. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He um, because he was on the news. He was on Jacksonville news. Yeah. And I mean, his his actual name is in the um Blake Bortles bio like the actual uh, oh, okay to thing to follow him so yeah we we can hit him up man see what <laughs> see what's up ESPN had him on why not matter of fact I got it right now we totally should and just have him like spat off the top five what are the, what the top five Blake Bortles facts are like we totally should have him on the one with Tom Brady definitely how many Super Bowls <laughs> they won together that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely in the top five <laughs> that one's a good one uh I know Super Bowl losses. Tom Brady three, Blake Bortles zero. Yeah, he's got it. We got to We got to look into getting that guy on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, so but yeah, guys, you know, just wanted to touch on a couple things. Obviously, uh, we're here in the off season, so we're just kind of grasping at straws, trying to get some get some stuff to to talk about until the you know until free agency starts, and then and and then the draft, of course. Now with the combine coming up, we'll have a, plenty to talk about. And uh, I'm 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 100 positive that Jay is going to have a lot of excellent content out there on the uh on the combine but man we're uh we're just trucking through the off season and we're super we're still super excited uh jay was there anything else you wanted to cover here today uh, no nah, other than um you know i wanted to put it out there even though we put it on twitter we're gonna have on matt wallman the um the the draft breakdown guru man this guy writes portfolios on the draft man so um one of the best aside from myself one of the best analysts in georgia you know so shout out to matt wallman out of atl man uh yeah we're gonna have matt wallman on thursday morning gonna talk some combine and draft with him gonna also uh talk about some specifics with the jags on what he's seen on film with them and uh yeah plenty of combine posts coming up of course um the one i just said six players to watch on the offensive side check that out uh, I'll probably do defensive side too, even though we don't really need that much defensive help. And um, yeah, we, of course we're gonna have free agency stuff. So that's it. Follow me at Sports Grind underscore Done, and glad to be a part of today's podcast. Yeah, and also guys, don't forget we we touched on this a little bit on the last uh, the last podcast. Uh, we are working on hopefully getting the team together for the NFL draft out here in Dallas. Of course, that's where I am based. Uh, Nick, we haven't gotten a chance to talk to you about it, but uh, you are more than welcome. Uh, if you can make it work to come out here for the draft, Jay, I believe is coming out. I know Jacob was discussing it and then another, another buddy of ours. So uh, we're, we're hoping we can get some, you know, just some, some live content from, from here out in Dallas. Um, you know, we're working hard for you guys and we're just, uh, just getting better. So, so definitely stay tuned on that. So gentlemen, once again, let's go around the table. Um, plug your handles, plug what projects you're working on, and then we'll get back to me and I'll wrap this thing up. Uh, real quick, though, before we do that, I got one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, what kind of pizza did you order and from where? Uh, Domino's, because I had a coupon. Oh, my God. You have no soul, that's what you're telling me. 
I no, mean, bro, like that. I, I, that's, thought, you, I thought you guys knew that. So. Oh wow! Uh, like that's so the bottom. I don't even know if we can. Also, my second team. So you. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Let's go home. Let's wrap. (laughs) They're probably gonna boot boot this podcast off the air for mentioning (laughs) Domino's. Unless, hey, Domino's, if y'all trying to sponsor us, holler at us. You want to sponsor? (laughs) We love Domino. Yeah, holler at us, man. (laughs) Somebody. Please, please, somebody spot, please. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't, my plugs are easy, man. It's just at Coach Chris. I don't have too many projects going on. You know, like I said, I'm an active football coach and it's the offseason right now. So, getting ready for spring ball and all that good stuff. Recruiting's going hard right now. Um, so, but just follow me at Coach Chris. Any questions, anything like that, you can find everything I'm doing at that. So, appreciate it, guys. It's been awesome. Uh, good to get back with you guys. Oh, yeah. By the way, Nick, we got to have you do some breakdowns, man. Some film breakdowns on YouTube for the people, man. We want to have yeah. you on record on the podcast for saying it. Good, man. I mean, that's something I'm definitely interested in doing. Right now is a good time because it's slow. So, All right. look out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's at underscore J Della. Yeah, that's right, Jay. Yeah, yeah. At underscore sure. J Della on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm positive. I'm looking at it. I fixed it because somebody <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm not. I really don't have too much going on. It's uh, travel basketball season for me, so that's why I'm not writing that much. But I am available. I am around, and uh, I'm always down to come around, and join you guys, and talk a little Jags football and share my love for Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> I said that with a straight face. Straight face, by the way, guys. <laughs> Completely meant it. But yeah, uh, look forward to Thursday's podcast. Look forward to. Possibly having uh, like portal facts come join us. Let me see if he responded back to us real quick. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> that would be dope, man. Not yet, but I'm sure he will probably will. Why yeah. not? I mean, it's it's but, us. Of course, he's gonna respond. We're the number one Jags podcast in the country. I mean, nobody does it better than us. Right, right. It's like, come on. <laughs> we just need the awards to back up. You know, all our bragging. They're coming. They're in the mail. Thanks, FedEx, boss mine. They're on the way. They're on the but way yeah. with, uh, with La La Land's Oscar. So we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you use that joke in a show, I want my 5% roll if you spill. <laughs> Jay, what we got? Uh, you already kind of plugged, you know, obviously about a whole bunch of other stuff, but anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up? Uh, no, nah, nothing else pretty much. Um, might do some little breakdown clips on twitter a uh, few uh you know screenshots of uh what i'm seeing on draft prospects and maybe a video or two um but uh other than that i'll pretty much uh put it out there with us i'm, I'm working on hey guys like i said we got a whole bunch of content coming up so definitely stay tuned uh once again phil smith aka phil the filipino that's f-i-l-i-p-i-n-o twitter instagram all that kind of stuff i got uh, five shows here in Fort Worth, Texas, coming up at Hyenas Fort Worth Thursday, two on Friday, and then two on Saturday, and then I'll be in Plano on Sunday. So staying busy and um, you know just doing what we can uh, to help out help out Jay and uh, Nick. It was so awesome to have you back again, man. And just like like I said, just like old time. So hopefully we can do this a lot more often. Um, but folks, that is it for this week. Just wanted to get a couple quick things out of the way for you and uh, stay tuned for Thursday's podcast. We got coming up and uh, it's going to be awesome. But until then, uh, go everybody stay safe and go Jags. <laughs>